0: podcast in our thought leadership series. I'm Jennifer Jones, Director of Consultancy at Collingwood, and today I have with me Simon Hansen to discuss the topic of innovation and leadership in a digital age. Simon is a VP and Account Executive with HPE. Simon is an experienced technology executive with extensive experience of working internationally with some of the largest corporations throughout the globe. He's managed and renewed some of the largest and most complex IT contracts in the industry. He's a business leader that's also been assigned to some very complex and challenging engagements where rapid turnaround has been required on a financial and operational basis. And he believes that his success and that of his teams that he's managed has simply been down to how his people are managed and driven. Businesses are now reacting to the new phase of the digital age and differentiation with such tight competition requires grasping this digital challenge head-on and taking the company's most valuable assets, the people, on this key journey of innovation and leadership. Good morning, Simon.
1: Good morning, and thank you for the warm introduction.
0: (laughs) Firstly, thank you for coming along to talk with us today on innovation and leadership in a digital age. Without wanting to be too punchy straight away, why why should our listeners listen to you on this subject?
1: I believe um, we're at a point where we're facing the largest challenge in business and our personal life since the invention of the computer. This challenge is everywhere and the success of business will be directly linked to how companies and its workforces embrace the digital agenda. Traditional business models have been pushed to the limit and players who embrace and drive the new innovative ways of working will be the survivors of the future. And I believe it's all down to how we manage and how we lead our workforce.
0: Yeah, we we hear this this a lot with with clients who are looking at digital transformation. You know, we hear a lot about resilience and adaptability and and how it's critical to to future growth. In your view, what's what's more important? Is it creating a culture of change or the type of leadership needed to drive through that change?
1: Um, I, I believe creating a culture of change is absolutely key, but to do this, it requires strong leadership that actively promotes and rewards. Those who embrace and drive new ways of working, which is absolutely required in advancing the digital age.
0: So in your experience, then, what's, what's next in digital? How, how can we prepare for it? I think
1: um, if you were to ask 50 CEOs what digital means to them, you'd get different answers. But I think all of them would recognise that we need to grasp new ways of working and implement them quickly. For each business, this is different, but the disruption is everywhere. And I believe that starting from customer engagements at the front end and then moving to the back end in terms of back office systems is the right approach and the right way to tackle this.
0: So the challenge is in implementing innovation into business as usual, not creating innovation in the first place. Can you give me an example of that?
1: Yeah, um, during one of the recent turnarounds that I've recently been involved in, um, the team had an innovation agenda, but weren't able to implement it um, and, and weren't able to take on board the new ways of working. Uh, what what we did to tackle this was we, we, we approached the top 50 uh, team members across the organisation that we felt were, were pa- capable uh, change agents Um, that over a period of time uh, could could, um, generate and drive change within the organization. So what we did was we broke down the tasks that were required into smaller manageable manageable chunks, brainstormed each one of these individual challenges, and then used the team to create um, and implement the new ways of working on a more practical and local level. The, the newly invigorated change agents then became the disruptors um, and they were able to um, actively um, and quickly adopt these new ways of working and work with the people that traditionally you would have seen as blockers of change.
0: You, you mentioned a disruption there. So how, how is that created and, and sustained and what, what, what's the dangers?
1: Yeah, the, the change agents that I spoke about earlier created and drove the disruption and if if this is done by trusted individuals it makes the change much more palatable for the doubters communication is obviously key as without clear objectives that are relevant to an individual or a team the disruption does not create an environment for positive change
0: so it's about creating those those clear objectives at the top as well as the disruption so In terms of succession and recruitment then, the capability to understand digital and the ability to generate new ideas and disrupt is critical. Is that right? Absolutely. Irrespective of industry, CEOs are primarily focusing on the challenge of managing exponential change, particularly digital change. So realising that in terms of the people that they're recruiting is, is really important. Our research indicated that the only way to deal with this is to build innovation into a company's DNA. Would would you agree with this? And if so, what's been your experience in in leading this type of change?
1: I can I absolutely agree. Um, and successful companies of the future will not see this challenge as a new as a new project or a new activity, but a basic ingredient for survival. It's therefore imperative that the seniors put into place correct focus on leadership and motivate their workforce with an innovation engine that constantly reinvents itself. The only constant, however, should be that change will be never-ending.
0: So how would you do that? I mean, we get involved with clients where we look at the cultural agenda on the back of, of digital change. You know, creating this innovative leadership which motivates others to do the same is, is often part of that. How, how would you go about it?
1: For me, I believe it's all about leadership, Um, and, and in that, defining the destination with the key players, developing the journey, down to a level of what it means for each individual or a team, and then ensuring that the complete workforce understands what is required of them. This then needs clear and precise measurement, combined with a communication strategy, that ensures everyone individually understands the progress and what part each of one of them play. Without a workforce pulling with the same direction, failure will happen. It's also key that if directional change is required whilst already on this journey, that the whole organisation needs to be flexible enough to change direction part way through the journey. And, and therefore recognise that disruption through the journey and disruption during the journey may well be the right thing to do.
0: And do you plan that at the stage of you planning that the, the digital strategy and how it's going to come about? Or is that something that's ad hoc as you go through? I
1: think, to be honest, keeping in mind of the destination that you want to get to mm-hmm. is absolutely key the various different um, elements and the various challenges along the way, you need to remain flexible enough that what will happen during that journey has got to be flexible enough to allow you to remain focused on where you need to get to, but consider the individual areas or the individual challenges that exist. And you can't remain fixated on the only way to get to that destination is one one particular method.
0: So you'd plan up front in terms of the cultural and leadership perspective of the change, but be flexible throughout that in terms of how how you would go about it.
1: Absolutely. Okay. And, I, and I think it's worth pointing out that individuals that work for you or individuals that are members of teams are much better placed to actually understand what way change should be implemented and, and, uh, and, uh, and developed Their particular speciality or area, Uh, it it can't be forced as a top down. The destination can be discovered; it can be uh, forced. The destination can be um, shared amongst amongst um, the the complete organisation, but the individual journeys need to come together as part of the overall change
0: program. Yeah, and we find that often with clients that the more senior leadership and uh, and change agents that you can involve in planning out that journey, the better because they obviously have, have um, some stake in it then. Absolutely. So in, in implementing such a change programme as this, what, what has worked for you and what has really derailed the change effort?
1: So leadership, clear, clear objectives, um, uh, crisp and precise plans, absolutely all of that. But if you were to, to pull that all together flexible approach to the implementation of change is absolutely key.
0: How, so how aggressive can you be as a leader when being driven by or driving rapid innovation?
1: So this is really interesting. Um, it varies from industry to industry. But for me as a simple rule, issues and challenges do not get better over time. Grasp the moment. Recognise that people in any organisation that are the catalyst of change can drive change hard. The sooner you start, the sooner the results come through. And over time, this becomes a new way of working.
0: And in your opinion, what's, what's the one thing a leader has to demonstrate in such an environment? And, and which leaders are best equipped to deal with that?
1: So for me, this, this is down to communication 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 and communicate listen to the people within your organization they know the business better than you do they need you to provide the overall direction support and leadership but if and if you give them the support and commit continuously communicate actions and progress anything's possible
0: I think that's a really really key message um, so let's think about our listeners here, our research indicates that four out of five CEOs are concerned that their current current products and services will not be relevant in three years' time what's what's your message to them?
1: I believe they're absolutely right to be concerned and worried about this. In my opinion, uh, the seniors don't always give innov- the, the innovation agenda, the focus and the investment that it needs. Innovation isn't an excuse for cutting cost. It needs to be an enabler for growth and it needs to be part of people's DNA and part of people's day job.
0: So in your opinion then, is this an executive role, a chief innovation officer, or is it a collective responsibility of those in charge?
1: It absolutely has to be collective and it needs to be driven throughout the organisation. It can't be seen as a part-time activity that can be done outside of the normal day. It has to become part of the DNA of the company, top down, bottom up, and it has to be understood by the complete workforce. Each person needs to know what part they play, how they are doing, and what still needs to be done.
0: So a similar skill set to, to leadership.
1: Absolutely.
0: So just um, one uh area sometimes that, that clients mention is that geographical location can make a difference in terms of innovation and leadership. What's, what's your view on that? It,
1: it does, but I don't see it as a, as, as a major problem. Um, you need to have the right mix of skills and experience for a successful team. That needs to be up and down an organisation. What what absolutely is key is that individuals and teams understand what is required of them. From a leadership perspective, we absolutely need to be sure that we understand how the motivation works for them as an individual and therefore culturally how they're driven. And this can be done throughout the globe with subtleties in terms of understanding local ways of working, but actually um, at the end of the day, clear direction understanding where we're taking an organisation or where we're taking a challenge or how we're implementing a set of new processes should be the same in terms of, of the actual destination, the local subtleties always need to be understood.
0: So a glocal approach. Absolutely. Thank you very much Simon, some really key messages there that I'm sure everyone would would find really interesting. Um, I hope you've all enjoyed listening to our podcast Please listen again uh, soon for further insights and thought leadership. But for now, from Simon and I, goodbye. Goodbye.